Hello, everybody. Welcome to the I Went Outside Today podcast. I am one of your hosts, Chris. I'm Cheryl. And I'm Sydney. I did the thing, but it was inside. It's true. You did another online event. Yep. Uh, We're still kind of hopefully in the last stretch of COVID. No, it's never going to end. We're uh, coming into the dip after the fourth wave. Mm -hmm. At least every wave is becoming smaller and smaller. Yep. But in the meantime, we still need to be kept away from others. Don't talk to strangers. Don't meet up with strangers. Unless you're on the internet, talk to strangers there. And Sydney got to talk to some strangers. Some witchy strangers on the internet. I actually didn't talk to anyone. (laughs) (laughs) No surprise there. Mm -hmm. Uh, You took part in the Green Wild Festival for Witches and Mystics. Yeah, the first one, I think. I think it was the first one ever. Mm -hmm. You're the first one there. You're part of history. I was not the first one there. I was late. I forgot about Eastern Standard Time again. (laughs) This is an ongoing issue with these online events. It's true. Some of these events are like held in like the UK and we find them online and we're like, ah, oh, that looks so cool to do. And then we find out what's the real time that it happens. Like, mm-hmm. oh, it's like 4 a.m. local time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I did the psychic detective one, it was like 6 p.m. their time. So they were like all drinking and it was like noon my time. And I was like, <laughs> can I drink? I mean, you could. It was a Saturday. <laughs> so the description of the event... Our theme for our very first witchy online festival is thinning the veil. Traditionally, it is thought that the barrier between the physical world and spirit world thins during transitional seasons, such as spring and autumn. We're in autumn right now. We can also find liminal space all around us, from something as simple as a stairwell to where the ocean meets the sand. Our focus has always been on tips, tricks, and everyday practices you can take back into your witchy life, and this festival will be no different. This all-day festival is a time of education and community for the witchy and mystical community. You may attend as much or as little as you wish and may pop in and out throughout the day. Sydney, you got to join the Internet Witches. I did. How did you enjoy today's very first uh, witch festival and mystic festival? Well, I woke up to a text message that you guys sent me like two hours before being like, your thing is starting and had like a fucking panic attack. Because <laughs> I was like, why does some, why is it starting at like before 10? That's absurd. Um, and then I made some coffee and then I went and logged into the thing. And the first thing I did was some like spell shop about burying your fears but the lady said i didn't have to participate if i didn't want to and i did not want to so i just was like a voyeur uh you were lurking yeah i was just creeping i always just turn my camera off and my mouse off the black cat is back fyi he's across the street (laughs) very appropriate for our podcast episode this black cat this no. black cat has appeared in our driveway no. a few times. He was in our backyard yesterday, actually, trying to scope for some birds, and I went there and chased him away. I love him. He was hanging around the bird bath. Mm-hmm. Apparently, oh. cats are really bad for bird populations. Yes, they sure are. So keep your pets inside, people. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or else, I mean, they're bad for the bird population. Good for the coyote population, mm-hmm. <laughs> which we have. Yep. The cats are good for the coyote population? Yep. Because yep. the coyotes eat the cats. Correct. That's yep. upsetting. <laughs> 
I'm pretty sure that's why there's no cats in my neighborhood. Probably. It's the circle of life. No, it's not nice. <laughs> I don't like it. The coyotes eat the cats. This and then gotten very off track. The coyotes turn into the grass, and then the cats eat the grass and throw up on their owner's carpet. This is like a really, I saw the Lion King. I was going to say, that's like a really B-roll Lion King right there. So the event was about... <laughs> Sorry. So witches. <laughs> we were talking about witches. Yeah, Not so, what's Correct. So you said the event was about burying your fears? Just the spell shop that okay. I rocked up to was like a bury your fears thing. Okay. So spell shop is in like they were selling goods? Like, oh, like a spell workshop. Oh, okay. Oh, not like an Amazon.com of magic spells? Mm -hmm. No. I think you just go to the normal Amazon for your witchcraft stuff these days. Etsy. Mm. Or Etsy. Well, actually, what I really liked about this lady that was running the festival is she was very much like, you don't have to get, she said, you don't have to get like a $400 chalice blessed by a high priestess in Europe to be a good witch and anyone that tells you that is probably selling the chalices (laughs) she's very much a whatever's around you you can use for your magic kind of lady if you want to get your candles at the dollar tree then you get your candles at the dollar tree so i really liked that Mm -hmm. um so the thing was like you you gotta use cauldron and some sand or some dirt or something and then you said some stuff and then you like wrote down all your fears and then you just buried them because bury your fears. Oh. Where did you bury your fears? Oh, I didn't write any down. Oh. I'm comfortable with my fears. I didn't want to bury them. They keep me alert. You just don't want us to submit them to that uh, haunted house in San Diego where they trap you for t- 10 hours. I have an update about this. <laughs> I went down the biggest fucking rabbit hole about this house thinking that it was going to be like a Universal Studios level type thing or like when I did the Goratorium I had to Google that that was like 10 million dollar production haunted house with like a company and employees so that's what I was envisioning this thing was but for people that want to be tortured this is some freak running it out of the side of his house which makes it so much worse to me (laughs) it's so creepy it's not like a company it's like this guy just one guy and he just like tortures people and, like, you didn't have no safe word for the longest time. Just tortures people for profit? Yeah. No, he only takes four cans of dog food, which is, like, so much worse than if you paid him. <laughs> it's so much worse. I bet he tries to make you eat that dog food at some point. Fucking probably. Like, you hand it to him at the start, and then it appears on a plate in front of you later, and you're like, oh, no, I should have picked the good stuff. Probably. But anyway, that guy is a freak, and I'm comfortable saying that on the air. That's the craziest shit I've ever heard. It just is, like, so weird and creepy that it's, like, one dude at his backyard force. We'll get your list of fears to him. You should never go to someone's backyard (laughs) and allow them to torture you, especially if they don't believe in safe words. You should not talk to anyone that doesn't believe in safe words in general. Boundaries are important. Yes. So you'll bury your fear for that guy in your yard. I don't have a yard. Anyway, I don't want to bury my fears about that guy. I want them to be on the surface. I don't want everyone to know that I think he's a fucking freak. His neighbor said that she got tricked into doing the haunted house three times, and she literally, she looks like she has PTSD. (laughs) I'm not even joking. She looks like haunted. So. Mm -hmm. 
she needs to uh, bury some of her fears and be free of them. Or like maybe do some therapy. She could have uh, attended this mm -hmm. festival mm -hmm. that we're talking about. We'll get things back I think on she topic. might need like a little bit more because someone tricked her into being tortured three times. It's maybe above one spell. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I don't know how powerful the spell was though. So I didn't Ooh. do the spell. Mm. I just observed the spell. And they also made a note that, like, when you go outside to bury your fears, that if you use salt, you have to dig really, really deep because salt is not good for the environment. Correct. So it's just a it, good thing to keep in touch. Mm -hmm. Isn't that where salt comes from? But I guess, like, the concentration of it. You can't just put salt wherever you want. No. No. God. Not, not the ocean. Yeah, you can't just look, with, look at the state <laughs> of the ocean now. People putting salt wherever they want. <laughs> no, I don't know. It's bad for the environment, man. Like, slugs and stuff. It's true. Slugs do not like salt. And snails. It'll kill your plants. And it'll kill your plants. Yeah. It'll yeah. kill you if you have enough of it. So if you're doing salt spells, you got to dig down deep. Mm -hmm. So you like dig down, put your fears in there, and then put salt on top and then dirt on top. You could just either bury your fears in the cauldron in either dirt or salt, and then you took it outside to bury it some more. But if you buried your fears in salt in the cauldron, then you had to dig down deeper. Hmm. That was the takeaway. Is that what you did? No, I just watched other people. Ah. <laughs> I didn't do the spell because I didn't feel like it. Fair. And she said I didn't have to if mm. I didn't want to. How many people would you say were listening in to that event? Like 20. Oh, wow. Yeah. Good sized crowd. Yeah. It wasn't just you and a few other people like some of the other online events you've done. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure everyone except for me knew other people <laughs> again. Mm. I think they're like online friends. Uh, so, fun fact, this event was actually put on by a podcast. Yes, yeah. yeah. So. Good job. Mm -hmm. Yep, it is run by the Bell, B-E-L-L-E, Book and Candle Podcast. Yep. So, hey, Bell, Book and Candle Podcast. Say hey, Sydney. Hi. So then after that event, what event did you go to after? Well, after that event, there was a break, and she put on some music for everyone to dance to in their living rooms, and she played Uprising by Muse, which was fucking dope. Nice. Because that's a good song. Mm -hmm. Nice. Yeah. It's a good witch song, too, I think. Is it about witches? It's about Uprising. Oh. Which you might do if you're a witch, because Salem. Fair. I think they've had enough time to uprise about that. I'm just saying, they played Uprising, and it's a good song, and I like mm. that song. Um, and then they did... Although I think they did uprise during the 2020 election. Didn't a bunch of witch witches? witches get together to hex Donald Trump? Oh, maybe. Seems like something witches would do. Mm. So did you dance through the entire song in your living room? No, I just sat in my seat. Oh. Did you kind of like wiggle around in your seat in a dancing motion? No, I was just like, this is a good song. And then I drank my coffee. And then... There was two workshops, so you could only pick one because they were on at the same time. So then I did the, I don't know, we have the program guide. I forgot the name of it. Sponsors. Here we are. Schedule of events. There you go. So they started off in the morning with the opening circle and welcome. You got to scroll down to pass a spell workshop. Meditation, mysticism, and a journey into the Hawthorne tree. No. Embracing the silence, how the high priestess speaks. No. Uh, lunch and learn the witch wound no workshops creating an ancestral altar no astral projection disassociation a trauma-informed approach to the embodiment magic 
No, but I'm it was sad that I missed that. Autumn herbal dreaming, envisioning no. and remembering. Waiting at the crossroad beyond the veil. Yeah. Okay, so waiting at the crossroad, working beyond the veil. That was the one where you had to bury things in your backyard, but no, that was before salt. that. That was before that. Elements and their astrological signs connecting to the genius Loki. Yeah, it's interesting. It doesn't have the uh, burying your fears one. Are you making this up, Sydney? Maybe. <laughs> it's possible that they change their thing between one and the next, but. Because mm-hmm. the workshop you did is not on here. Yeah. Sydney quickly putting together her cover story. Dancing in the living room for real. Possibly naked. Oh, yeah. My mother, who was annoying me while I was trying to watch my witch festival, asked, where's all the nudity? And I was like, please leave. (laughs) (laughs) Ma'am. Ma'am. It's right here, you dodo. Guided spell working. 2.15 p.m. You'll need a cauldron of any sort. Symbolic cauldron of a bowl or dish is fine too sand or salt black if you have it and paper and pen for this ritual spell working guide by rev mila to release fears ah okay so it's the guided spell working yeah cool okay so you said the next event you did was waiting at the crossroads working beyond the veil yep so what was that one about do you want the description sure Join High Priestess Lady Ketha of the Sacred Well as she discusses how to build a connection with deities and work beyond the veil. Hear her personal experiences as she... I hate reading in front of the class. As experiences as she strengthened her connection to the divine and how working beyond the veil helped her break generational curses. Learn how to combine shadow and spirit work and heal past trauma and reach a level of spiritual peace and enlightenment. Luckily, you had already broken an ancestral curse. I know, so I was like, I already knew. How do you uh, repair a generational curse? I don't remember. (laughs) Do you need, like, potion ingredients, or do you just sit there and mentalize it? I don't know. I was kind of confused about that. She has, like, a deity that she, like, works with. Uh, She gets outside help from the astral police. Yeah, so there was a lot about that, too, about, like, how to find a deity and like work with a deity that kind of thing Mm -hmm. like krom or ishtar or marduk yeah i don't know who those people are (laughs) they're deities okay yeah i forget the name of the one that she was that was like her deity that she worked with but um she just like dispelled a lot of stuff about the stereotypes of working beyond the veil Mm -hmm. as well and said it's not spooky and it's not bad there is a lot of PowerPoint slides. Was there like a lot of Q&A going on or did they answer anyone's questions? No, it was pretty quiet. And then there was like an, another Q&A session, but I was loading my dishwasher during it. Yeah, cool story. Yeah. Did it have any sort of discussions about how to decide which deity you're going to work with? Um, they said that you could like make an offering to a deity if you want to work with them, but you just like have to take their answer. Like you can't, okay. they might not work with you. Hmm. But you could try. So you do like a little ritual or something for that deity. And then I think she said like she figured out who she was going to like in a dream or something. Okay. Interesting. My listening skills are like a five out of ten. Were you thinking about your pact with Bune as this was going on? No. Are you thinking about it now? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't really like 
make a pact with him. I was like, I'm just going to wear this necklace until I lose it. Mm-hmm. Everybody knew the deal. Uh, mm-hmm. Now you're admitting you lost it. I It's misplaced. <laughs> it's misplaced. Bean will help you find it. Mm-hmm. No. But I also read The Magic Circle as a child. Um, What's The Magic Circle about? It's sort of like Hansel and Gretel, but like too cool for a school. It's a super good book. It's like the origin story of the witch. Oh, cool. It's fucking dope. Uh, so what inspires a witch to build a house of candy in the forest? She wasn't a witch at the time. She was like a midwife. And then... She thought, I'll build a house of candy? That was later. Um, <laughs> it's just a really good book. Chris just wants a candy house. Yeah. It's true. I don't even think the house was candy. I think that's like... A misnomer. Yeah. That's fair. I think it was just a normal house. But anyway, she got tricked mm-hmm. by demons. So I always think about that book a lot whenever we talk about Bune. <laughs> <laughs> she always like casts a magic circle and then one day they they like always because whenever she does it and then she summons a demon they um will try and like trick her but she's too smart and then one day she's not smart enough ah uh, we all we all have off days mm-hmm. yeah so, so she has to like cast a magic circle yeah to protect herself that's a real like witchcraft thing too casting oh. a circle of protection yeah yeah didn't you ever go through like a witchcraft phase as a teenage girl I skipped over the teenage girl phase, mm. but I did do witchcraft for this uh, podcast. Mm-hmm. Call back to our get rich quick episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's paying off, I gotta say. Crypto's doing okay. So after that event, what did you go to? The Q and A, but I was loading the dishwasher. You didn't have any questions, I take it. No. And then that was it. The end. You didn't go to any of the final workshops. Of course, I went to other workshops. Oh, okay. How dare you? We dare. Yep. Because we are podcast journalists. I'm committed. I turned off Deadpool 2 to do this thing because I completely forgot about it. <laughs> and everyone knows you can't turn Deadpool 2 just back on. Mm-hmm. Well, then my internet started getting a bit crappy. That was the other thing, too. My internet started cutting out a bit during the Q&A anyway. Then after the Q&A... Do you guys think you can protect yourself with a circle of salt around yourself? If you just got a hula hoop and filled it with salt in the middle part... And then hung it off of your body with suspenders. So you have a constant circle around you everywhere you go. You should keep all your body parts in the circle at all times. Would your life be better all the time? Well, it has to be black salt. I'm pretty sure it has to be visible. And you have to keep all of your body parts in the circle at all times. Okay. That's what happened to the witch. She didn't keep her whole body in the circle. The demons got her slip in. So get a big hoop. I guess. A see-through big I feel like it would have to be clear. I don't know Mm -hmm. about that part, but you could look into it. Anyway, then the next thing I went to was elements and our astrological signs. So these are elements like xenon, carbon, plutonium. Like earth, water, wind. Fire. Mm -hmm. Heart. Yep. Um, And our astrological signs. But then they they were doing like a whole chart thing, and I was too lazy to do the chart. But I turned off Deadpool 2 for this, so. <laughs> so what was the whole point of doing the elements? We and... do like an astrological chart and then you know what your elements are. Because mm-hmm. you have to be balanced in all your elements. I thought all of the astrological signs were already assigned to an element. They yeah, are. but you can't just have one element. You have to have all of the elements in good balance. You think you can just be only a water element? What about air? Don't you need air? So you have to like balance them according to your chart because like what you're thinking of, like what's your astrological sign? It's cancer. 
Okay, so it's cancer and there's, yeah, an element associated with that. But then they do all these like crazy charts where it's like, what time were you born? And are you so-and-so rising or falling? Or there, there's mm-hmm. tons of shit that goes into it. Okay. It's not shit. It's just I don't know. It's complicated. <laughs> there are many things. And you got to know a lot about like exactly what time you were born and all that. And then it tells you more stuff and all of the elements are incorporated. Mm-hmm. So her whole thing is she's like a wellness witch and she... You do, do the chart, and then she tells you how to balance all of your elements. Okay. How do you balance your elements? So if you're low in fire, do you just apply fire to yourself? Um, I think exercise was one of the main ones, like raise your natural fire. There's like yoga poses you could do. Can you eat habaneros? Probably. She didn't list that specifically, but Why I not? reckon that would work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like other like self-care things. Like just care for yourself, bro. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. I forget. Mm. Look after yourself and your yeah. healthy well being will be better. Yeah. So you were in no way interested in what elements you were uh deficient in or had too much of. I'm sure I have all of the elements. Yeah. But are they in balance though? Probably not. I think I see too much rock. Yeah, I am an earth sign. And maybe a little too little bit of water. You don't even know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Do you know what this means? Yeah. Oh, okay. I forget, though, because she addressed it on the PowerPoint. But I think all of them, when she was, like, describing when you're not in balance, she was like, you might be spacey and hard to hold on to. Like, it just felt like she was describing ADHD every time she talked about not being in balance, and I found that rude. Mm. (laughs) So. And yet you don't remember anything she said. I tried to. It's hard to listen (laughs) when I don't want to. It's hard when your elements are out of balance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You'll never know how to get back in balance. But I definitely do have all of the earth ones and none of the other ones because mm. I'm a Taurus. So that was that workshop. Mm-hmm. And then I went to the closing gratitude circle and then we just shared things that we were grateful for, but I didn't share anything. What are you grateful for? Nothing. Whoa. What were other people grateful for? That, that's personal to them. But they were sharing. It was a sharing circle. True, true, true. I don't remember. <laughs> Just like normal stuff. Mm. They seem like nice ladies, though. Okay, it was mostly women or any dudes there? No, I don't think there was any guys that I noticed. They seem like nice ladies that are, um, like, not, uh, what do you call, not, like, gatekeepy about it. That's good. Witches and magic is for everyone that wants to do it. Mm -hmm. So they would have been very nice to you had you decided to talk to them. Probably, yeah. They would have been super nice. Yeah. Yeah. Don't worry, next year when all the COVID restrictions are lifted, you get to be in the witch's circle live I don't know if we that. can find you one. Well, this one was in like the middle of America. so mm-hmm. The middle of America, the maybe, Midwest. Maybe something closer. On that note, um, the Alberta Witches Association uh, in 2020. The AWA. Mm-hmm, they reported that they have over 1,200 members in Alberta. That surprises me. Yeah? Do you think the number is low or high? I think it's high. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Do you think it's low or do you think I it's think high? it's low. I think it's low for sure. I think it's high. Yeah. For Alberta specifically. No, I know a lot of people who practice uh, Wiccan religions and so, or the Wiccan religion. And so for me, I'm actually surprised that the number isn't higher. I just feel like Alberta kind of sucks and we don't have that many fun people here. Some people just don't want to get up and dance or 
do Q and A's with witches. No. I just want to just <laughs> not dance. You just wanted to drink your coffee and load your dishwasher. Yeah. I can't do anything until my dishwasher is like sorted. I think you're part of the problem. <laughs> I'm just tired because it's winter. My elements are all fucked up. Okay, I don't know what you want me to do. You need to eat some habaneros. That would cause like havoc on my digestive system. It would put you back in balance, put a little bit fire. Mm-hmm. That would be very much out of balance for a long time. I do like habaneros though. So if you were to uh, get yourself your very own deity, do you have any in mind? No. And do they, uh, did they like have an example of any deities they deal with? Like, are they just like biblical ones or like Babylonian? I looked one up, or... but like, I don't remember. She was Greek. Like so Hecate, like maybe. Zeus. Okay. No, not Zeus. It was a lady. Um... Why would you be a witch and have a man deity? I don't know. Maybe you want some of that lightning energy. I don't know about that. You could be a lightning witch. I could be a lightning witch. I do like lightning. You could cause... I bet none of the witches are using up Zeus. You would get all of his time. I like Thor better. (laughs) That's not Greek. I'm just saying what I like. (laughs) That's very far from Greece. (laughs) Oh, he's Norse, isn't he? Yes, he is. (laughs) Well, why can't I have a Norse deity? Do they have to be Greek? Uh, No, they do not. Yeah, so let me do what I want to do. How about... You Mm -hmm. should have asked this during the (laughs) (laughs) Q&A. I was busy. I didn't have any spoons. I did my best. It's okay. Uh, so, do you know what year Canada stopped making it illegal to pretend to practice witchcraft? To pretend? Yes, to pretend to practice witchcraft. I didn't know that that was ever illegal. <laughs> it was. 1942. No. So, in fact, it was 2018. What? So, the law has been in effect in Canada since 1892, and in 2018, they finally decided to abolish the law. So, you can't pretend to do witchcraft. So, but what if you're just doing it for real? So, yeah. So, loophole. A loophole for sure. So, I went around digging to like find you some notes to kind of give you an idea for what the law was used for. Because it is kind of backwards language. So pretending to practice witchcraft, one of the stipulations is that you have to be using it for crazy monetary gain. Wait, what? <laughs> so I'll read you some examples. You could only be a get-rich-quick witch? Uh, no, you're not allowed to make money off witchcraft, or you're not allowed to scam people off money. Here's a couple of the cases that have happened in recent Canadian history. So in 2012, a man was charged with falsely practicing witchcraft after he told a woman he could remove a family curse for $14,000. That's a lot. It is a lot of money. You just go to one of these things and they'll, if you listen, I think they tell you how to do it. Yeah. And so a lot of my friends that do practice Wicca, um, they have said that for the most part, they'll do it for free. And we got a curse removed for like $14 or something. <laughs> That's it's right. true. And I think he went too far. You have to shop far. around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so these are examples of bad witches. Yeah. Or are they not witches at all? Well, they're pretending to practice witchcraft, so... Is there a witch accreditation board that you get your witching license from? I don't know. I think it depends if you're like Wiccan or like... I think like I think there's different kinds. 
I bet it's more like being an artist where if you just act weird enough, you can give yourself the title. Maybe. It takes all kinds. I used to sell witchcraft supplies. Normal, like not scams. So you can still be charged with like fraud and stuff like that, but oh. but it doesn't have to have the elements of witchcraft anymore. Got it. So I guess my next question for you is how much do you think the fine or the prison time for this is? For what? For being charged with pretending to witchcraft. $1,000. So it's $5,000 or up to six months in jail. That's a lot. Yep. So one of the other cases was uh, actually the charges were dropped in this case. So sometimes they would drop charges if the person who was pretending to pa practice witchcraft paid the money back in restitution. So in 2003, a man duped his clients asking them to fork over nearly $23,000 for blood-stained eggs, black coal, and worms. Effective remedies, he claimed, to cure various curses. Ew. Whose blood is on the eggs? It doesn't what kind say. Of eggs? Probably just regular chicken eggs. Ew. The law, when it was changed in 2018, there was a woman who, two days before the law disappeared, was charged with pretending to practice witchcraft. Oh, that sucks. <laughs> yeah. So she had been caught early in 2017, and it had just taken that long to finally get to trial before. And I think in the case, they said that she had scammed some clients from between $25,000 to $40,000. But so did this hurt, like, normal people practicing witchcraft or just scammers? It basically hurt scammers. Shouldn't we still have that as a law, then? Yeah. Again, you can still be charged with other felonies, such as, like, fraud. Right. Just not specifically the witchcraft. Correct. Part. Not anymore. Why'd they get rid of that part of it? I couldn't find anything that said why they decided to get rid of the law. So this is just an article from the BBC. They said that current fraud laws are strong enough to target people who take advantage of others gotcha. and that witches should not be singled out fraud is fraud so it's a big difference between providing like a tarot card reading and preying on people's fears and using like magic to manipulate them out of large sums of money so they just like streamlined it into like you're just like normal normal, a normal fraud. scammer yeah i think that seems fair enough yeah it's interesting that it took that long for it to disappear, because, like, there's nothing saying 100% what would constitute pretending to practice witchcraft. Yeah, that's a little loosey-goosey yeah. in the lingo department. But basically, for the most part, it was only used to charge people who were scamming other people out of money. That seems fair enough. And because typically when you're dealing with people that, like, are going to, you know, these types of, I don't know services you're dealing with people who like they've gone through some sort of life trauma or they're you know a family member is sick or they're sick and they're just looking for answers and those people are more vulnerable and so the law was originally implemented just for that sort of you know protecting the more vulnerable people gotcha mm -hmm. well i think that about wraps up today's witch episode mm-hmm mm -hmm where Sydney got to be amongst the internet witches, and one day in real life. Oh, yeah, I would go to a thing in real life. Yeah. 
I just think? hope there's more sea witches that are like stealing mermaid voices. That's way more my vibe. Maybe. There are mermaid organizations. Mm-hmm. People who believe they're mermaids. People who believe they're mermaids. Yeah. And they have legs? I think they have normal human legs. Right. At least they're not in the ocean because they're all on the internet. I mean, that's the way The Sims does it too, right? There's a human form and a mermaid form. I didn't know there was mermaids in The Sims. <laughs> yep. That's a dope. But you're not a mermaid if you... I don't want to get anyone angry on the internet. Yeah. You can be a mermaid if you want to be a mermaid. <laughs> Nobody come for me. You don't want to alienate our mermaid audience. I don't want to alienate our mermaid audience. <laughs> well, before uh, Sydney goes any further alienating us against the mermaids, mm-hmm. this is one of your hosts, Chris, signing off. This is Cheryl signing off. And this is Sydney. Bye. <laughs> Goodbye, mermaids. Goodbye, mermaids. <laughs> Thanks for listening to today's very special episode of the I Went Outside Today podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, spread the joy and share us with your friends or leave a review. If you really enjoy our podcast and you want to support us in doing more episodes, consider donating to our Patreon or leave us suggestions in the comment section on our website or social media. Or you can email us at IWentOutsidePod at gmail.com. And make sure you follow us on our social medias. We got Twitter. We got Facebook. We don't got Snapchat because that's for creeps. We don't have Twitter. We don't have Twitter. <laughs> Facebook and Instagram. We got Facebook, Insta. Oh, fuck. Okay. You're not going to do it again. It's not going to be as good. Why don't we have Twitter? <laughs> we got Facebook. We got Instagram. And you can see all our photos and adventures that don't get turned into episodes because every day of our life is an adventure. Bye.